Hey everybody, and thank talk you for listening to Talking With Tones 2, episode 1. So, hope you guys watched the last episode. If you did, thank you much. Thank you for the support. Really appreciate that. Definitely excited to do Talking With Tones 2 for y'all. First episode and all. We're going to try to format it as best we can. And we're going to keep it moving, discuss some topics, talk about Tones 2 and Tones 2 World in Tones Tube's playground. So, welcome to my playground. So, yeah, totally awesome. And let's get into it. Okay, so today's topic of the day is going to be TV shows versus movies. What I would like to do is um, kind of talk about where it all started, where it all began. So as far back as I can remember, uh, I don't even know how many years ago it was, but I'm going to go back to the show Lost. So science fiction drama television series created by Jeffrey Lieber, J.J. Abrams, and Damon Lindelof. Now, this show was on ABC... Um, and it started in um, September 22nd, 2004 to May 23rd, 2010. So it had a total of 121 episodes. Thank you so much, Wikipedia, um, for giving me that info. Now, <clears throat> 2004, long time ago, I think when I watched that show, I was like, you know, I watched that show with my boy Christian and his brother Mo, and we watched that show, and... I got to be honest, when I saw that show, I was kind of blown away. I was like, wow, this is a TV show? What the hell? It felt like a movie. So for me, it was all about movies. I loved watching movies. I'm a big movie fan. Should have been a director or a writer or something along those lines, just because I love movies so much. I love entertainment so much. And, um, you know, I really get into it, as you all can tell. So when I watched that show, I was like, this feels like watching a movie. I could not stop talking to my friend Christian about how it felt like a movie. I was like, this is not a TV show. Um, it was weird when commercials came on because it felt like a movie. So the production quality, this is what I'm talking about. Production quality was amazing. When the plane hit the ground, there was like all kinds of cinematic uh, effects. It felt legit. It felt real. There was a lot of coolness going on. The actors were legit. There were a lot of actors. It just felt different. It felt different from a regular TV show, drama show, what have you. And I'm sure there's ones before this, but for me, this is where it all kind of started to change, where TV shows became better than movies. And I was, I would never in a million years, never since 2004 years would I imagine that that's 18 years. So 18 years, 18 years since I watched the first TV show and it kind of changed the way I looked at TV shows 18 years ago. So... The movies back then, to me, was the ultimate entertainment. The stories, the acting, all A-plus stuff going on. Even when I came home from work, I wanted to sit down. I wanted to watch a movie. Not to say I wouldn't watch a TV show, but the feeling, the cinematics, the awesomeness really wasn't in shows. Now they are. So let's talk a little bit about that progression and transition. So the show Lost was an awesome show. Very well written. I got to be honest, once me and my boy Christian and Mo started watching this thing, we were kind of hooked. Binge watching was a new thing to me. And that show being such high production quality and such high production value in the show just it made me totally schmodely into TV and TV shows because then all of a sudden TV shows started getting really cool and really awesome. So ABC is a Disney affiliate, a Disney branch. Thank you, Disney, for making the first ill TV show. That was production quality of a movie. So at the end of every episode, I felt like me and Chris and Mo, the three of us would sit and discuss the show and talk about what happened in the show. And, you know, it was something new and different back then, 2004, and it was totally cool. 
and I loved it. I loved the feeling of talking about, holy crap, what happened? Holy crap, what's going to happen to this character? What's going to happen to that character? What's down in that pit? What's down in that hole? You know, um, it was just really captivating, really exciting, something to talk about, which is why we're here, you know? So I definitely wanted to give a nod and a shout out to that show because that's where it all started for me. Lost the TV series. If you haven't seen it, you really need to. It changed the way I watch TV. Let's talk about, you know, how every single show all of a sudden started popping up and becoming awesome. After that, because then they knew they had to kind of compete with Lost. And there were shows like Rescue 911 and stuff like that. That was a little later on. But, you know, other shows just got better because I think they knew they had to. And they had to hang with that kind of quality content. And I don't know, I don't think Netflix was a big thing then. I think back then Netflix was what was the service where you can actually get DVDs delivered to your house and um, watch DVDs. And Netflix did actually start with the you can watch this movie streaming stees and they barely had any titles, but I was interested. I was like, oh, wow, check this out. You can go online and you could watch um, stuff online. Because you're a Netflix member. And I was just like, wow, that's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool to be on this paid service and be able to watch stuff on demand. This was all new stuff back then. I was kind of blown away with that. And that was pretty cool and awesome too. But those shows and movies weren't new programs, new movies, but they were old school stuff. Most of them were like kind of crappy, but it was just a really cool concept that you could watch it on demand because you had Netflix. So I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. And somehow, eventually it became from watching your channel four and your channel two and your channel seven or 11 or nine. Well, you know, once cable became a big thing, the company started making these streaming shows and the companies like AMC and, you know, coming out with Walking Dead and all that sort of stuff that started happening. So I think what happened then and there is it was a progression and a transition from one thing to another. So then the, the broadcast channel started competing to make these big shows and everybody wanted to have the next big show. And, um, you know, HBO has got to be in there. Um, HBO Max wasn't even HBO Max. It was regular HBO. You know, of course, they had some great quality shows, Game of Thrones. And I don't know if it was back then, but those are the quality shows that HBO was producing. You know, from there, it actually became these streaming services. And that's kind of brings us more into today. Now, to watch a lot of these awesome shows, you have to have the streaming service. Streaming service is an individual paid for service. After you already got cable, after you already got YouTube or whatever, however you're watching TV, you got to get these damn things separately. What the hell, man? So everybody wants a piece of the pie. Everybody wants to make that money. I really do appreciate the services where, like like HBO, where if you do have the channel, you also have the app. I don't like if you need to get the app in addition to, because that's messed up, y'all. So how much money do you guys think we have for entertainment? Yeah, I want to come home. I want to watch a good show. I want to be entertained. No doubt about it. I'm totally into it. I'm going to pay for it. I don't want to continue paying 20 $25 for services after I'm already paying all that money for cable. I noticed cable started, you know, started moving the prices around. And now like the big services and the big companies like a Fios, they're even straying away from having this great programming. What I mean by that is you're paying less for the programming. You're paying more for the actual connection and the ill connection to your internet. Part of that is your streaming on these platforms. And 
I noticed that Fios and Optimum and all these other companies, that is what they're doing now. They are giving you high quality internet. They're challenging each other. They're trying to give you the best prices on these things. And that's kind of where the contending all actually ended up. So, you know, you got these streaming channels that want to get your money, like Apple Plus. Apple Plus is a good one. There's a lot of them. AMC Plus is a good one. Everybody's got a plus. Disney Plus, you know, it's hard for me to say, oh, I'm not going to have Disney because they have all the Star Wars stuff in one place. You know, it's great for when the kids are over, when the kids are chilling, you have access to all that Disney stuff. So how do you say no to that to $9.99 a month or whatever it is now? I don't even know. I think it was $6.99 and it went to $7.99. And now that's another thing. All these things are raising their prices now. And that's up too. But it is what it is. You know, you want that entertainment, you got to pay for it. Now, I like how they have the free trials because what happens is I get the free trial, watch the show I want, then I shut it off because who can afford all these things? It's insane. It's insanity. So, you know, I got to have Netflix because they always have these great programs. So that's that's the thing. Like these streaming apps are contending with each other to have the most good quality content. Amazon Prime's come a long way. You know, the Prime video is actually not bad. It's not a bad service to have. Prime, Netflix, Peacock is a good one. You know, it's funny, the only reason why I have Peacock, I like the fact that I can watch any Everybody Loves Raymond episode that I want, anytime I want, and I can just pick it off of Peacock. It's kind of silly because I can DVR them, but then I got to sit there and fast forward the commercials. This is what it's gotten us to. Like, the laziness has gotten worse and worse as I've gotten older and older. I don't even want to fast forward the damn commercials. Jesus. And I'm paying $4.99 or whatever it is. I think I got it for $19.99 for a year, Peacock. It, there is some good stuff on there, not going to lie. But the main reason is everybody loves Raymond because that's what I like to watch when I am eating dinner. I like to keep it light. Now, Everybody Loves Raymond is such a great show because it just makes you laugh every time. doesn't matter how many times I watch it. Another one of those kind of shows for me is Impractical Jokers. Same thing. I love watching it. It's lighthearted. It's funny. I like to keep it light when I'm chilling watching dinner. After dinner, I usually put on a drama show or whatever. But back to these streaming platforms, Apple Plus, Disney Plus, Netflix. You know, every channel has them now. I had Discovery to watch um, Deadliest Catch. I used to love that show. But it got kind of the same... I don't know. It's probably still good. I, I definitely would get back into it because I love the characters and stuff. Uh, history. You know, I used to get into Vikings. History was a must for me because of Vikings. But then Vikings went away. Not sure what their new show is. I used to watch that night's show, Nightfall. And I, I thought that was great, but then it went away. I was like, uh, even Luke Skywalker was in it. Mark Hamill was in it. And I was like, oh, this show's getting better. You know, at least they're replacing Vikings with something cool. And um, I don't know. It just kind of went away and it fell off the face of the earth. So this is a top 10, right? You got Hulu. I don't really love the programming, but I love the fact that I could put on an old show anytime I want because I have Hulu. So Sons of Anarchy would be a big one for me on that one. I love the fact that I can watch, and even though I own every one of them on DVD, but, but now it's gotten to a point where, again, going back to the laziness, I don't want to go have to dig into my crates and find the damn DVD of season three of Sons of Anarchy. It's all streaming. I just... Continue to plop my butt on the couch, and there it is on Hulu. I could watch whatever season, whatever episode. Consecutive, however I want to watch. Stars is a good one. There's a lot of cool stuff on there. I think that's got all the power ones, and I haven't watched that, but I got to watch it. Don't yell at me. Paramount Plus is a good one. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. You know, Yellowstone's good, but New School episodes has to be on regular Paramount. Yellowstone's a good one, y'all. Uh, Disney Plus, of course. We got the Star Wars and Marvel stuff. Apple TV, I would like to talk a little bit about. Uh, for All Mankind is the one 
that I love watching on Apple TV. Really good show. I'm a sci-fi nut, sci-fi nerd, and it's really cool. It's about them going into Mars and um, living in Mars. So really interesting. Prime's got a lot, a lot of good ones because um, they got some good shows. They're trying to compete. They're trying to compete. Uh, don't want to miss anything. HBO Max, you know, I know there was a little bit of uh, drama because HBO Max was dropping these movies on the platform, if you had the platform, instead of in the movie theater, I know creators were pissed, actors were pissed, but I can tell you consumers weren't pissed because for me, especially during the pandemic time period, that was awesome. Watching movies, I didn't have to go to the movie to watch these things. I can watch them at home on my big screen TV. Of course, I got a dope surround. I got the Atmos surround and I got a Samsung Curve 65 inch um, which is really nice 4K TV. I could sit at home, watch it, and me and my wife got spoiled. We love staying at home and not going to the movies anymore. I did go to the movies recently. I saw the Avatar, Way of Water. Loved it. Really good movie. I felt immersed in the whole movie, partially because it was in 3D, but really because James Cameron is a freaking genius. Just such a great, well-put-together movie. Very interesting, great acting Awesome effects. Felt like I was in, where is that, Pandora? I felt like I was in Pandora for three hours. And it, that was a true escapism. Thank you, James Cameron, for making such a masterpiece. If you haven't seen it, you should. If you haven't seen it, you lost. Of course, Netflix, you know, you got Cobra Kai. Actually, they bought that off of... Uh, YouTube, but Netflix, I can go on for hours about how many dope shows. Money Heist comes to mind. Vikings, the new one, comes to mind. Netflix is a, is a behemoth in the industry, so they can do things like that. They can buy, you know, rights and continue these series, and I wish they would continue the, the Glow series. I love that one, uh, which had Mark Moran and a bunch of other great actors in it, and it was really... The, the character development in there was great. When I was a kid, I watched Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. And it was just fun. Me and my friends used to just joke around. We used to watch that every Saturday as a kid. But it was so interesting to see some of the backstory behind that stuff and how, like, independent, low-budget it really was. I mean, I was a kid. I didn't know back then. But just really interesting story. Uh, thank you, Netflix. Of course, Ozark. That's a good one with Marty Bird. Jason Bateman. I loved him in that show, Marty Bird. The Witcher, I loved the video game, didn't love the show. Peaky Blinders is a good one. I definitely love that one. Frontier is a good one with Jason Momoa. The Last Kingdom. Yeah, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of awesome shows on Netflix. People are telling me to watch this Barbarians one. I don't know. I tried it twice and it just didn't really grab me. Sometimes you got to hang in there, though, with these shows. But anyway, let's move on. Getting back to the whole topic. So TV shows have taken over movies. Movies have taken a back seat. Big reason why movies have taken a back seat is because of the dollars, I would imagine. I don't know any figure off the top, but I know that pandemic really destroyed the industry, destroyed because nobody went to the theaters. So that really destroyed things for a good minute. And it was all about TV shows, but it was all about TV shows even before pandemic. Movies just lost its luster. These big movies, though, like when Disney started doing the Marvel movies, certain ones are still definitely, I have to see on the on the silver screen. Uh, I would say Battle Angel is another one of those where there's a lot of effects and a lot of um, great audio and stuff like that. It really is definitely an experience to go to the movie theater and see some of these in 3d or imax you know the imax has that big screen that's curved around 
And, um, you know, it, it is an experience. It's great to get out if you still want to get out, which um, I don't do often. But when I do, I do it up and I do it right. And it's fun. You know what I'm saying? We Like I said, we went to go see Avatar, me and my wife, for V-Day. And it was awesome. We had a great time. We went to Hibachi and it was great. So, yes, movies are still cool. It's just it's more about TV shows. And maybe a little bit of why I prefer TV shows nowadays, too, is because, you know, I can absorb them in one hour clips because I'm busy. I always got something going on. Always got something to do. So it's easier to sit down and say, hey, I'm going to watch this and it's only going to take out an hour. Uh, you know, two and three hours devotion to something is tough. It's tough. I feel like the only time I can really watch a movie lately is if I'm on vacay, which is crazy to even say, but it's the truth. You know, even days off, you're running around, you're doing errands. It's just a lot easier to binge watch a Netflix show and get into episode two or three. And, you know, if you have time to watch another one, it's easy to make that decision once you're at the end of the episode to say, oh, I'll do another one. Or, oh, no, I got to get ready for work tomorrow. I got to go to bed. I got to get my outfit ready, whatever it is. So that is why I prefer TV shows nowadays over movies, which is something I never thought I would say. Of course, movies will always have a near and dear place in my heart because I'm such a big movie fan. And I really do hope that creators continue to do things like James Cameron and, and like what George Lucas did for Star Wars and James Cameron did for Avatar. Steven Spielberg is another one that you have to mention. Just really great movies. Um, legendary stuff, guys. And this is, you know, it creates our pop culture. It creates our entertainment history when things like this happen. I mean, look at James Cameron. He's got top five. He's got like three in there of all time grossing movies. Titanic, original Avatar, and this new Avatar is up there. So, you know, thank you, James Cameron. Hope you continue to make some dope movies. Uh, I know you will. I know you will. And I'm looking forward to seeing Avatar 3. Don't want to make this about Avatar. Let's get into the next topic. So let's talk a little bit about an album I would like to reflect on. So an album I would like to reflect on is Bob Marley's Legend album. So this actually, this album actually changed my life. It's something that I like to put on when I'm stressed out, when I'm anxious, when I'm nervous, when I'm scared, whatever. Going through some emotions and I know I just want to relax. I actually do remember putting it on over my last vacation. I said, oh, I, I haven't listened to Bob in a while. And I actually started watching those legendary or legacy rather shows that are on YouTube. And I just love sitting down and listening to anything that's about Bob or anything that Bob is in, I'm interested. So Bob changed my life. This man was a legend. And that album legend, I'm not going to say it says it all. I mean, he's got so many hits. It's incredible. But, you know, I guess this is the one that struck me because it was a good, well-rounded album and it just had a lot of cool stuff. Um, and it, it just relaxed me. Of course, you know, it's always a good one to sit down and relax to and just kick back and listen to the awesomeness of Bob. Now, this man... Literally, I would say he changed history. He made reggae global for everyone and, you know, showed everyone that reggae was a genre that can be for anyone. I love how he incorporated at the time what was going on in his life, what was going on in politics. And he literally changed. He did. He changed the world. You know, unity was a big topic for him and not fussing and fighting, you know, stop fussing and fighting over stupid stuff. It was all about humanity and everyone should get together. And, you know, he preached love. He just really opened up a lot of doors for the genre, for people. Just 
in general, change the world. I could sit and do a whole episode on Bob because that's how much he has influenced the world. He's an icon. He is a legend. The family is oh so talented, all of them. And I love anything that has to do with any of them. And really, they're all amazing. Um, the song that I'm going to discuss from the album, and there were many, but I want to do, if you guys watch my YouTube videos, I go into this thing called Thumbnail Action. I want to do something called Listening Action. So, uh, Is This Love is the first track. No Woman, No Cry is the second track. The third track is Could You Be Loved. Fourth track is Three Little Birds. Number five is Buffalo Soldier. Number six is Get Up, Stand Up. Number seven is Stir It Up. Number eight is One Love. People get ready. One love, one heart. Let's get together and feel alright. I mean, who doesn't love that song? The world loves that song. Number nine is I Shot the Sheriff. Number 10 is Waiting in Vain. Number 11, Redemption Song. Number 12 is Satisfy My Soul. Number 13 is Exodus. And number 14 is Jamming. So really, really, really track by track. Just what an amazing album. So I wanted to recognize that album and talk about that album. And this is the album I wanted to reflect on on my first episode and say, if you haven't listened to it, you better stop what you're doing and go listen to it. So if you haven't listened to Bob Marley Legend, you lost. So let's do a little bit of listening action. So what do I mean by listening action? I'm going to play a track from the Bob Marley Legend album, Jamming. Let's get ready for some listening, 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 action, action, action. We're jamming, y'all. Uh, 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 uh. Jamming, 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 jamming. Jamming, jamming, jamming. We're jamming, jamming, jamming. I wanna jam it with you. Uh, uh, uh. We're jamming, jamming, jamming. And I hope you like jamming too. We're doing the listening action, y'all. out for a second on a song that I picked from the album. So that's listening, 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 action, action, action. So y'all know me acting like a jackass for a hot minute if you watch any of my YouTube vids. So I wanted to incorporate something like that just to make y'all laugh in my Talking With Tones Tube variety talk show. So that is listening action, choosing a song from the episode album that I would like to reflect on. Okay, so the show that I'm watching, right now I'm watching Last of Us. I'm sure all y'all are watching Last of Us. I know it has a really big following. I love this show and this story so much. I played through the game twice. I don't remember the last time I played through any game twice. But love the um, story and the way that they did this game, Naughty Dog, um, was so awesome. 
you know, how could you not turn that into a TV show? The the second game, the sequel game, was also really deep and, you know, it hits you on an emotional level. Really great game. That's another one, y'all. If you have not played that game, you lost. <laughs> you gotta watch these. You know, these are my high recommendations. I don't like to waste people's time, but yo, seriously, if you like gaming, you gotta play Last of Us. Anyway, it was the perfect story to bring over to the medium of television series. Could have been a movie, but, you know, nowadays it's all about the TV shows, as we discussed earlier. That definitely is a great show. Loving it. Pedro Pascal is the man. Bella Ramsey. So I remember her in Game of Thrones, and um, she was badass in that. And I actually thought she was played that role so cool she was like the leader of one of the houses and even though she was like a baby like a kid mad young she still represented and she was still badass even the way she died was badass really great in that show and then really great in last of us when i first saw her in last of us i said i don't know i don't buy her as ellie i don't buy it um i kind of bought pedro pascal even though i thought they could have did a little better but now that i actually see the show I think Pedro Pascal is perfect. Now, why she ended up capturing my heart is the attitude and the personality and the actual acting that she does in the show. She actually portrays Ellie in such an awesome way. She is Ellie. I know she doesn't look like Ellie, but you know what? She got the acting down pat. She must have really studied the character. Great job, Bella Ramsey. Thumbs up on the show in general. On a scale of 1 to 10, I would rate this show a 10. Really good. Watch that one. I know they're up to episode six now. It lives up to the game. They are changing some of the stuff, which is interesting. I'm glad they're kind of doing that in a way, just to kind of keep newcomers interested and um, for us to discover something new. All right, my tongues tubers. This is the part where I say, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen The Last of Us, then skip this chapter, y'all. One thing I want to mention, and then we'll move on, is the only thing I think I didn't like in that show is how Tess... In episode two, I think, or episode one, I think it was two, she was in the uh, museum where they were supposed to get the find the fireflies. She got bit. Tess is badass. She might even be more badass than Joel. And I didn't like the way, you know, it was badass that she, you know, blew the blew up the zombies and stuff. But like, I didn't like the way she let that zombie come up to her and like kind of kiss her and all the fungus weird tentacle things came out and kissed her and kind of made out with her. I just thought I was a little put off by that. It made me cringe. Maybe that was what they were trying to do there, I guess. But I just don't think somebody as badass as her would even let that happen. Like, I didn't see her attempt to try to stab the guy, shoot the guy or anything to the guy, not even a punch. Maybe she just gave up in life. I don't know. But it didn't seem like a test thing to do for her to sit back and take that. Needless to say, she sat there and kept lighting the lighter. And I was like, light, light, light. Everybody watching the show is probably saying that. But, you know, we all know that she ended up blowing everybody up. And that was a badass action, a badass thing to do. Just didn't like the way that weird-looking zombie guy came up to her and did the kissing thing. It was just odd. It didn't seem like a real test thing to happen. That was the only thing I didn't like about the show. And I watched it twice. I, this is both times I said, I, I really don't like that. But I like how they're living up to the game. Thank you, um, Neil Druckmann, for doing that. Um, it really is a good show, and it is living up to the game. And that's not easy to do. One of the best games I ever played, guys. So, yes, definitely check out that show. I'm sure you already have. So I wanted to mention that and talk a little bit about that. That's what, what I, I am watching. watching. So the next thing I want to discuss is stuff, stuff that you need, need to try for your well-being. You need to try this. So, guys... If you haven't ever done this, and I'm sure you got a million thoughts floating around in your brain, as I do too, sit down on your next day off or whenever you have some, some time on your hands and just sit down 
in silence and just think. That's it. Just think. 15 minutes at least, 15, 20 minutes would work. Just think. Filter your thoughts. Think about what's going on. I know there's a million of those thoughts floating around in your head. What I want you guys to do is think of the thought. Sure, you could think of an outcome or you know, a way to fix a problem, if that's what it is, or something that's you're scared of or afraid of. Just think about it. Embrace it. Think about it. Embrace it. Grab onto it for a minute. Think about it for a minute. Let it go. Move on to the next thought. Do that. It adds to the effect if you want to get one of those essential diffusers. I think you could even get those in the grocery store now. Glade probably makes them. They're little ones. Essential diffuser, and they have the lights on them. Really just love sitting down, especially on my days off, and just filtering my thoughts, thinking about stuff. I prefer to have a Jason Stevenson music or some sort of meditation-type relaxing music in the background with my um, diffuser, my essential oil diffuser going on. And I like to just kind of sit there. And I, I usually do this for about an hour when I wake up, every time I'm off. And I do try to do a meditation, but... I definitely sit there and just think, it's going to help you. It's worth its weight in gold. Take the time out to do it. Only 20 minutes should do it. You can do it daily, but at least do it weekly if you can. Take the time out to do this, y'all. You will thank me. It's, you know, it's hard to stop. Everybody's busy, I understand, but it'll be worth its weight in gold, y'all, if you do it. Take 20 minutes out of your week. Do it for yourself. Do it for your mental. Do it for your well-being. Because Tom's Tube says to do it. <laughs> stuff you need to try to do for your well-being so that's another part of the show what the heck is on my mind today so what the heck is on my mind today is another part of the show what the heck is on my mind is this podcast getting it out there making y'all helping y'all having you guys listen give me a chance to be in your lives is all i can ask and that's really what's on my mind today I hope you all like it, and I'm almost done. So that is what, what the heck, heck is on, on my mind, mind this episode. You know, I want to wrap up with an original song just like I did in episode zero. And thanks for watching. Um, make sure you follow on my Facebook group or on my TonesTube page. Or check out my TonesTube vids. Check out my TonesTube vids. If you like Star Wars unboxing reviews, check that out because I'm pretty funny. Do that when and if you can. Follow the Talking with Tones 2 podcast. Welcome to Tones 2 Playground. So I hope you enjoy playing in my sandbox. For the wrap up, we are going to do a song. I'm in a hip hop group. The group's name originally was Chartone. We kind of changed it and made it a little bit more modernized and we call it Cybertone. So the first song that I want to talk about is called Damn She's Gone. It's a nod to the far side. She keeps passing me by. It's um, really good and basically the concept is you're a dude, you chillin', right? I don't know if I can talk about this nowadays because I'm married. I love my wife. Big up to Aisha. Love you, babe. Mwah. As a guy, back in the day when you didn't have a wife and you didn't have a girlfriend, you're probably checking out somebody walking by and you want to muster up the balls and the courage to actually say something, but you kind of don't. And she just keeps passing you by, right? So that's that Far Side song. That is a classic legendary song, and this is a nod to that. It's kind of uh, the same concept there. So let's play the song for you all. Without any further ado, we're going to listen to that together, and we're going to wrap up the first episode of Talking with Tones 2, where we discuss regular topics for regular people. Let's get into it, y'all. So Damn She's Gone by Cybertone. Hey, simply beautiful. 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 
One day I was walking, just minding my own. That's when I noticed this girl, she was on her cell phone. Damn, I was thinking, cause she's prettier than pretty. Just finished breaking my ex-girl, so I was type shit. Could she be the type that's cool? I'm saying to myself, or the type of girl that's shy, just in it for the well. She probably got no spirit and no personality. That's when I saw a smile, yo, I felt like a casualty. In this male-female game that we call dating wars. Thinking, should I say something? Is it just a lost cause? I was dreaming of going places with her, and then I paused. Going out to fancy restaurants, I'd be holding all the doors. Yo, she's coming closer, butterflies going through me, if you slept in my bed, girl, I'd make sure it was roomy, if I was just with her, it's not about getting busy, it's about doing stupid stuff, and acting kinda dizzy, whether having fun indoors, or just going out, this girl could be the one, yo, I gotta kick it, no doubt, she started walking towards me, I stepped to her and said, nothing, yo, because my mind had just gone dead, how could a rhyme like me, just sit there and say nothing, wish I could've just talked, cause it might've been something, she looked at me, last smiled, yo, that's when I knew it, she started walking away from me, damn Tony, you blew it, damn, Damn, she look good. Damn, she looking here. Damn, she's coming. Damn, she's gone. Damn, she look good. Damn, she looking here. Damn, she's coming. Damn, she's gone. She goes a lovely lady, looking tight, yo But I can't believe we're standing right in my sight, yo Words mumble out my mouth, my head is going psycho I might go insane, but you gotta take precautions It's hard to start the talking off a feeling Cause your boyfriend is so awesome Maybe I can take a portion of your time Maybe you and I can meet at Battlelands at nine I'm nervous Wait, I should come pick you up Take you on a drive in a fancy tux Make you love this kid and Chuck Today's the day you got good luck Time to rhyme about women and never say Sucks when you don't got the balls to say What you need to portray what you need to convey Get it out the way Stop acting gay And take a chance Man Damn 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 she look good Damn she looking here Damn she's coming Damn she's gone Damn she look good Damn she looking here Damn she's coming Damn, she's gone. Yeah, and sometimes when I see her, I want to give you nothing but service. But when I look at your girl, yo, sometimes I get nervous. Just thinking of how cool to be the chillin' PlayStation games. When I first met you, girl, sometimes I'm not good with names. But yo, I'm cool, nice, and also sincere. How I'd love to whisper sweet nothings in your ear. And you're yummier than treats, and you're sweeter than candy. Girl, with you in my life, everything's fine and dandy. Thinking of you all day, you are inside my head. After a warm, cozy night, a turkey breakfast in bed. Or a DVD movie after some candlelight dinner. Just thinking about us, girl. It makes me want to get thinner. I remember one night, it was right after Chinese. You whipped out your two breasts and said, Here, Tony, suck on these. Those mushy, nights were really freaking great. Oh man, am I glad I asked you out on that date. We met together, girl, nothing could stop me and you. Remember under the sheets when we used to play peekaboo? What does it sound like to you? Could it be that we found love? If you ask me, girl, we are tight like a hand in glove. Even though I'm a say, relationships get ill. If it was up to me, girl, I'd be with you until. Then one day, this is crazy, my heart started to crash. She had decided to toss me, just like Yesterday's trash, man, that shit really hurt. Could still feel the whiplash. Sorry, Tony, I don't love you, and she dumped my ass. Damn, 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 she's gone. Damn, she's gone. Damn, she look good. Damn, she looking here. Damn, she's coming. Damn, she's gone. Damn, she look good. Damn, she looking here. Damn, she's coming. 
So thanks for listening to... Actually, that was our first track by uh, Chartone that we actually sat down and wrote a rhyme to. So thanks for listening to Damn She's Gone by Cybertone, Chartone. Um, you know, when we first came out back in the back in the day, I think that was around 99 or 2000. That was a long-ass time ago. So um, I want to give a big up to my man Charles Cyber. What up, Charles Cyber? And um, thanks for not only producing that track, but also being on that track and... You know, I like to think me and you are kind of like peanut butter and jelly, the way our voice kind of combos. We've been doing it for a really long time, y'all. We got about 80 volumes of freestyles for y'all. Little by little, maybe I'll throw them on my Talk With Tones 2 podcast so y'all could hear some more stuff. Original, exclusive music, you're going to hear it first, you know what I'm saying? So Cybertone representing. As always, guys, we thank you for listening to... Talking with Tones Tube, where we discuss regular topics for regular people. So thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Tell your peeps. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Make sure you follow if you're doing the audio and listening to the podcast. Episode 2 coming soon from Talking with Tones Tube, where we talk about regular topics for regular people. Thanks for watching, guys. See you next time. We're talking with Tones Tube. We're talking, 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 talking with Tones Tube.